Hello, and welcome to the Tent Podcast. That is to say, thriving in technology. Your hosts, Sam Moulton and Cecilia Taylor, friends and colleagues at NetApp. Today, we're speaking with an amazing group of young women, the scholars that NetApp selected to attend this year's Grace Hopper Celebration. We're also joined by our own Autumn Harris, the force behind NetApp's GHC Scholars Program. Let's start with you, Autumn. Please introduce yourself along with your day job at NetApp. Tell us how people can find you, you know, on the Twitters and LinkedIn, and give us a quick overview of the GHC Scholars Program. Thanks, Cecilia. Thanks for having me today. My name is Autumn Harris. I'm a project manager in the Professional Services Contracts Organization here at NetApp. Last year, when I did this podcast, I was a PS Contracts Administrator. So I have gotten a promotion since then. So that's exciting. Yay. Thank you. You can find me on LinkedIn at Autumn Harris, nothing fancy. And a little overview about the Scholars Program. So last year, it was our first year ever starting the program. And last year, we were in person. But this year, you know, there's a little twist and we're virtual. So this is the very first time that we were virtual for Grace Hopper. And our Scholars Program was also virtual. So this year, we had 17 amazing scholars from NetApp. Last year, I believe we had 18 from NetApp. So I think we only had, yeah, we only had 17 people this year from within NetApp. And then we had 41 from Anita B that were assigned to us because we're Diamond Sponsors. And so this year, we wanted to really focus on making sure that everyone had the opportunity to present themselves virtually in the best way possible. So our programs mainly focused on virtual presentations. So we had a resume workshop, a LinkedIn workshop, and really wanted to focus on people getting to know each other. And so we had a few events where people could come and talk about their careers. And we had a panel this year where a few women from NetApp came and told their stories about being women in tech and what that looks like. And so, again, this year, just emphasizing the virtual presentation. So a lot different than last year being in person, where all of the events are basically there for you. You can get interact in person. We really wanted people to know that now, since we are virtual, there's going to be a way that you have to present yourself. And that's going to be different than being in person. So yeah, it's a little bit about the program this year. So Autumn, how do you select the scholars? What are the criteria? Ooh, that's a struggle. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> a long list. Oh, it's hard. It's just hard to narrow it's down. It's difficult because everybody's so amazing. And so usually what we really look at, we want to provide this opportunity normally to people who haven't gone before and to people who we know would take advantage of this opportunity. So sometimes we're talking to, if it's with a NetApp, we're talking to managers to see that, you know, hey, do you give your blessing? for your intern to go and attend Grace Hopper this year. And most managers are really enthusiastic about sending people. And so we really want to see how you're connecting with the NetApp, what your role is, what you're doing, making sure that we're picking people from various parts of the organization so it's fair. But really, like, what are you going to be doing with this opportunity? How are you going to change your life? How are you going to change someone else's life with what you receive from this opportunity? And so that's really what we're looking at. Very cool. So you have five of your amazing scholars on amazing. this podcast today. Mm-hmm. So we're going to let them introduce themselves. Let's start with Boomi. 
Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Sam. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I am Bhumi Patil. And right now, I'm at Booster Polytechnic Institute pursuing my master's in computer science. I'm a machine learning intern at NetApp since May 2020. Ever since then, I have been working on all the machine learning algorithms and applying all my relevant skills to help NetApp save their cost. Excellent. Excellent. You're in my neck of the woods at WPI. We're uh, about 30 minutes from each other. So that's kind of cool because usually everyone is out in California. So let's see. How about you, Ray? Hi, everyone. My name's Raylan. Most people call me Ray. I'm from San Jose, California, and I currently attend San Jose State University. My major is communication studies, and I'm double minoring in business and legal studies. So I am a NetApp Serves intern, primarily focused with the NetApp Serves team, planning virtual volunteer events for our employees, building nonprofit organization partnerships, and seeing how we can get our employees engaged. So I have been with NetApp since June of this year. Very cool. So you're saying NetApp serves, correct? Yes, NetApp serves, yes. Okay, that's great. Rachel. Hi, everyone. My name is Rachel Haynes, and I'm currently in Cary, North Carolina, and I attend North Carolina State University in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am pursuing my master's in business administration, concentrating in marketing and innovation management. Since May 2020, I have been an intern in the digital marketing department on the international sites team. Um, and I was able to be a part of NetApp's new big website launch. So if you haven't checked out the new NetApp.com, be sure to do that. Very good. B, how about you? Hi, everyone. My name is Bhangesh Gunda. I'm from Pune, from India. I'm pursuing my master's of science in information systems, and I'm majoring in data science at Northeastern University. I joined NetApp as a summer intern, and I'm a data science intern in public cloud services team, Sunnyvale office. Currently, I'm on working, like, you know, I'm working remotely. Primarily, my work is focused on churn analysis for all the PCS products, and I'm going to continue here as an intern till I graduate. I have got to say, the brain power on this podcast is pretty daunting. How about you, Jay? Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm currently a senior at the George Washington University. I'm going to finish up my degree in business analytics with a minor in public health this May 2021. So really looking forward to that. And I got involved with NetApp this year as an intern. I worked on Mackenzie Species team in Raleigh, North Carolina. Obviously, it was virtual on her digital sales team. And a lot of my responsibilities included working on Salesforce marketing reports, assigning ActNow leads, enriching accounts for current DSRs. So I learned a lot about how to utilize different CRM tools and communicate with customers via Zoom and the phone. And this summer, I'm going to be joining the team as a full-time employee. So I'm really looking forward to it. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. That's excellent news. Oh my God. Congrats. It's amazing. Looking forward to it. So recently we all attended the Grace Hopper celebration. And even though this year was a very virtual experience, it was actually a very good one. And there was a lot of content you could access. Some of it on demand, but some of it live. So Can I make a question around the room as what were the high points of the 
conference for you? What were you particularly impressed by? Who wants to volunteer first? Yeah, so I really enjoyed the virtual Grace Hopper conference. It was my first time ever attending Grace Hopper. I've heard about it a lot. It's all about women, and I particularly liked one of the sessions on accepting feedback. And the women kind of leading that module talked about accepting feedback in a very scientific way. And what I took away from it was that feedback is critical to your career growth. And I'm looking forward to like implementing what she taught us about. Great. So you mentioned your mom talked to you about GHC. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So my mom's definitely been a very big inspiration in my life. She's worked throughout my entire life. She works for a bank in New York and I've grown up kind of seeing her go to work and take care of me and my sister. So she's been a huge inspiration in my life to go for a career and kind of lead a similar life. That's great. It's nice to have that kind of support. Who wants to share their highlight next? Oh, Boomi, go ahead. So it was my first time attending Grace Hopper Celebration. And I see a lot of LinkedIn posts which talk about that empowered women, empowered women. And I did mention about that in my LinkedIn post as well. But at GHC, the energy was so high that you could actually feel that. I attended various networking sessions of artificial intelligence, career. Those were breakout sessions with just four to five people around. And the way they talk, the way they push you, it's like they are talking about their own career and they want to see you succeed. I have never seen such kind of energy anywhere. So it's like you all are together in it and you all are facing it all together. That was an amazing experience for me. With workshops as well, you know, it was so pretty open with questions and the mentoring sessions as well. They were amazing with just 15 people around and you could just go and ask your questions no matter what. And they all were answered. So it was an amazing experience for me. Wow, that's great. So did you make any connections that you think will be long-term, will last? You mentioned that there was a lot of great energy. I don't know, virtual makes it a little harder to connect with people, but how was that for you? So I attended this mentoring session wherein they were talking about how can you find your mentors and how you can be a mentor. Currently, I'm a mentor at WPI for high school students where, you know, I'm pushing them to pursue STEM. So I had this question like dealing with high school students, how am I supposed to go about them? Because there's a very different mindset mindset between us and them. So Mm -hmm. I did ask the one who was hosting the, her name is Neetu Jain. She did give a few advices and she even invited me that, you know, please do share whatever your reviews are. So I think I have made long lasting connections. Oh, that's great. Who, Who else would like to share? Okay, Rachel. Yeah, I totally agree with Boomi on the energy of GHC. And it was my first time attending the conference as well. And it was just amazing to feel the energy in the Zoom room at the conference. I think for me, what I really appreciated was seeing really diverse leaders speaking on such a large platform from all different companies and all different levels. 
And I think my biggest takeaway from seeing a lot of those leaders speak was just telling your story authentically and bringing your authentic self to work. So I really appreciated that message that was all through the conference. Great. Great. Okay. Who's up? Hi, this is Raylan. So yeah, this was actually my first time attending Grace Hopper and I've never heard of it before. So when I came across this email to apply, I thought, okay, I'll just try it out, see where it goes. And luckily, I was selected as one of the NetApp scholars. And when I attended, I only went to a couple sessions. I'm still actually catching up from the recordings because it was just so much information in one week. But from the sessions, there was one of them that stood out to me. It was called Inhale Courage and Exhale Fear. And the speaker, she was talking a lot about how courage often follows action. It's not the other way around. You don't build up the courage to do something, but you take action knowing that there's a risk involved and knowing that fear is just part of that journey and you still choose to act. And for me personally, mental health has been a struggle, especially during these times. And I feel like I could apply that mentality to my professional and also my personal life as well. So that's one thing that stood out to me and really resonated with me. B, what did you take away from the session? Yeah, so for me, like I was also like attending for the first time. And the very first time I heard of GSC was last year, back in October 2019. My male friend came over to me and he's like, hey, why don't you apply for that? So from that time, I was interested and when I like checked that NetApp, I got that email and like I reached out to my manager. I asked, oh, she's my mentor too. So I asked her like, how is it? Should I apply? So she encouraged me. And like, it actually helped me a lot when I was attending NetApp's uh, like networking sessions. I was so inspired by the energy and then people were talking. And I never saw like this big crowd of women actually ever. So it was like really inspiring. And then from the workshop point of view and the mentoring circles, as everyone mentioned, I didn't get time to attend like all of them, but I did attend few of them and where I can actually see it helped me and it helped me understand the way I'm looking at my career. So it gave me a little bit baseline and how I should look at it. So that was like the biggest takeaway for me like how to look ahead and how to plan your career and stuff like that. That was like the biggest thing for me. And I'm still hoping like I could go back and watch other workshops. I think we have what, two or three months of access to the content. So yeah, I've got a few. In fact, a couple of you have mentioned sessions that I am still looking forward to. They were the ones that filled up awfully fast, you know, when I tried to register. So yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to some of those. So one of the themes I think that is important to all of us on this call is diversity and inclusion. And this is a, I don't want to say it's a hot topic today, but I think it is. And I think that's really a great place for it to be because this has been a long time struggle for people of diversity whether they're women or of color or, you know, there's just a whole bunch of different aspects of that. So you guys are all relatively, well, you are, you're young, you're just really entering your careers now. So from that perspective, 
How do you feel? I mean, are we making real progress? I mean, is that something you would care to, to talk about a little bit right now? Autumn, I know that you're working on some diversity and inclusion panels, and I know that you've been included in an upcoming session for insight in this area. So I'm going to look to you first to speak to this, and then I will go around the room and ask a little bit more. Thanks for shouting me out, Cecilia. (laughs) You're welcome. Anytime. Autumn is a movie star. Sure. (laughs) So, yeah, I think diversity, inclusion, belonging is super important. I know, especially for me, I'm a black woman. So I'm black, I'm a woman, and I'm queer. I'm in a relationship with a woman. And so to me, I feel like I want to protect everyone and make sure that everyone has access because I know that that intersection of those identities makes it a lot easier and makes it where I'm susceptible to discrimination a lot more than somebody who isn't all of those things that I am. And so oftentimes the work is very, very difficult. And I wonder if that is because I take it so personally and because I am at the intersections of all those things. So I just dive into it. And a lot of times I don't understand when people don't have that same level of commitment or the same level of passion or when they just don't understand. Or when I tell you you've wronged me in a way or you said something offensive to me, people get really defensive. And so that makes it a lot harder to do the work and to show up and to be authentic because being all those things at once, it could cost me my job. And so talking about earlier, jumping in and just doing something, I think I've experienced a lot of that this summer. Speaking up when I saw something wrong or saying something, when I heard something wrong, even if I knew that it could cost me my job or that it could just cost me something else or that I wouldn't be up for another opportunity or whatever the case may be, what was going to happen if I didn't say something? The damage that could have been done would have been a lot worse than what could happen to my career or could happen to me. So I've always wanted to make sure, especially with the events this summer, that everybody felt comfortable in the room. Everybody feels like they have a space and everyone feels like they can say something and that they belong. And that's largely why I've been doing all those projects this summer and why I'll be in the insight session coming up. So I hope y'all check that out. We absolutely will. And I so appreciate what you're doing. And the fact that you are willing to let someone know when they have said something that's inappropriate or hurtful, that is huge because Cecilia has been helping me with that. I thought I knew a lot more than I have come to realize that I do know. And she's sort of like my Sherpa. It takes an investment on her part to be that kind of guide for me. And you have jumped in with both feet. And I mean, you are just killing it, man. I just really appreciate it. And I am really happy that I know you, that you're in my circle, if you will. So anyway, kudos to you. I think that one of the great things we're seeing and we see through the Grace Hopper Conference, as well as through the diversity inclusion initiatives, is that we see authenticity and we see that people are more willing to be their authentic selves. And I think if there is kind of one message that comes out of that is the fact that we need to recognize our differences, but be as inclusive as possible so that we are intentionally reaching out to make sure that no one is excluded, that no one is left to the way. And I think that as people find their voice, 
as they're able to speak up about these things that are going on, that encourages more. And I think it's an ongoing cycle. For you young ladies that are here, it's great that you're here at this time and are able to experience this. But my question almost to you is, how do you contribute and how do you bring that authenticity? How do you participate in those diversity and inclusion conversations? Are we going silent here? Okay, okay, okay. I see. I see where we at. I see what's going on. I understand. (laughs) I think it's very important, though, that you're reaching and you're growing and you're working with mentors. You're working in this environment. Your careers are open. So you're kind of at the beginning. So how do you embrace diversity and inclusion in your own roles and how you go forward? She restated the question. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, diversity and inclusion started right from my childhood because I come from a family of 15 people. It's a joint family. And it's like right from planning a birthday party to solving a complex problem. I have seen that all of my members have been given equal priority and everyone's opinions have been taken into consideration. So I have learned right from there that every each person comes up with a different idea and every innovation, you can always go up and never down. It's never the other way around. So learning that from my childhood, I've always implemented that, being in my undergrad, my grad, working in group projects, because I always like to have opinion of everyone who is there in my group. And then come to a conclusion rather than just talking to a person or two and leaving the rest out. So that's pretty much my point of view about how I bring diversity and inclusion when I work on projects. I think Bumi brought up a really great point about her family and upbringing. And it made me think about kind of my experiences attending an all-girls school high school. And I think that was kind of a really large portion of my life that brought this perspective of diversity and inclusion in anything that I did beyond high school. And being at GW, it's an incredibly diverse environment and partaking in clubs like Globe Med, where a lot of the women are in leadership positions within the student organization. Just being involved in organizations that value diverse perspectives and then bringing that maybe to an environment that needs that attitude. So do you feel that NetApp is doing a good job in this area? I mean, you just recently took a full-time position with NetApp. So what is your perspective on that? I think I had a really great experience as an intern this summer. And connecting with other interns made me feel like it was a very diverse environment. But specific to my team, I think it could be a little bit more diverse. I think that one of the great things I liked about that promo video that we did for Insight for our Diverse Voices session was the fact that we kind of admitted where we are, that we have a journey to get to. And I think that sometimes people either say, look, we're going to ignore the problem altogether. We're going to ignore diversity and inclusion because, oh, we're all the same. Or they take the opposite effect. They create a lot of platitudes and a lot of programs, but they don't acknowledge the fact that there is work to be done. And I like the approach that NetApp has taken, which is saying, no, we're not there yet. 
we admit the fact that there is some work to be done and we're in the process of working on it. Yes, we may be taking smaller steps compared to some larger organizations, but we are taking the steps in the right direction and we are being intentional about our actions. So I think that that really speaks well for our company and organization. And it's one of the reasons that I love being here. Who hasn't contributed yet to this little segment here of our podcast? Okay, go ahead, Ray. Yeah, so as a member of the NetApp Serves team, we work closely with the diversity and inclusion belonging team at NetApp. And we recently just launched a lunch and learn series where we have employees participate and just tune in a Zoom call and we invite a nonprofit organization to speak about their mission and how our employees can get involved. Yesterday, we actually had, we called the series Gather for Good and we featured our affinity groups, so our employee resource groups. And that was probably one of the best ones we've had so far. I feel like a lot of our employees got a chance to learn about the employee resource groups that we have and they learned about why it's important to give back and acknowledge that you don't have to identify as a, a Black, a network of Black and tech member. You can just be, you know, an ally for them and participate in that way. So I thought that was extremely valuable. And I know that NetApp has a long way to go. But from what I've seen as an intern, I feel like we are taking the necessary steps to include more people and create a safe space for our employees to feel included and part of something bigger than themselves. Because with everything going on in the world right now, it's hard to find a safe space to talk about these things. So building that platform for employees to share and engage and talk about these difficult topics is extremely important right now. Great. That's good to hear. How about you, B? For me, diversity and inclusion from the very start of my career is been inspiring. Like whichever team I joined, like I worked for Schneider Electric for three years and I was the youngest resource in my team that time. And this time as well in NetApp, like I'm the youngest resource. So I do feel valued. Uh, maybe like I just come across like nicer of people. But then my opinions are valued right from the start. And I like that there is a huge need for NetApp as well to have like young people come in, like early in career people come in and you know, the fact that we can balance out and with the new, like, young early in career team, as in, sorry, early in career people can bring in, like, you know, a lot of innovation and that energy, that trust to work, which will help NetApp also grow. That's excellent. That's great to hear. So, naturally, I'm an introvert, and that means I'm good at listening. So, when it comes to diversity and inclusion, I think my approach is to try to listen and understand other people's perspectives. And I think a good example of that was this past summer during Intern Innovation Day, I had the privilege of working with both Boomi and B on my team. Um, We had a really diverse team. And I think all of us on our team really took the time to listen to each other. And that made us really successful at the end of the project. So... Oh, I didn't realize you guys had worked together even before GHC. That's cool. Yes, B and I message each other all the time. We don't know what's going on at NetApp. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's that's kind of funny. All right. Well, now we're going to move to 
we want to learn just a little bit more about you as people. You know, we've covered some of the things that are important to you, but I want to hear a story from each of you. I want to hear about something that's made you who you are, that's made you that unique person and that that person that Autumn selected to be a scholar for GHC. So who wants to go first on that one? Bring on the tears. Are we going to have tears? You know Autumn will cry at the drop you of the hat. You know, I'll cry so. anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's something you can actually do is talk about how you met Autumn and what she's meant to you in your life. What do you think about we're that? we're trying to get her to cry. I know she's important to each one of them. So I think that's a great question. Well, I think I met Autumn at like the intern final presentation. And yeah. I, just, yeah, I just noticed like your energy was so calm and like chill. And you were just like listening to me about my project presentations, which of course I was like, oh my God, I have to be perfect presenting to everyone. You were like, that sounds lovely. It sounds like you did some great work this summer. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. So I appreciate just meeting you and your positive energy and just... She is a force to be reckoned with, isn't she? Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I've tried to make it around to everybody's presentation because that was like, I hadn't met anybody before. And I was like, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm just going to pop into their presentations because it was like a setup. You had to go on an elevator virtually. So I was like trying to hop around, trying to find everybody. I don't think I found everyone, but they only knew my name because I sent a bunch of emails. And so I was like, I'm the lady from the emails. <laughs> Be my friend. <laughs> lady. <laughs> Who else wants to share something? Yeah, I actually met Autumn during the intern showcase. And I was like really happy because there were, I think I was like on the third level or something. So not a lot of employees visited my table. So Autumn was probably like the third person I had like that whole hour. So it was really nice to just be able to connect with her. Um, And we even scheduled some time to connect after because I think five to 10 minutes wasn't enough to just talk like aside from me presenting my project. And yeah, like everyone else said, Autumn has like this really unique energy and Every time she messages you, you can tell that she really cares about you and she wants you to be included. For the podcast, I know that I've been the one to be like rescheduling this. So I really appreciate Autumn just for making sure that we had like a stable group for this session. And she would always send me like really motivational messages, like whether it be through Microsoft Teams. And that just like really made my day. And I feel like we're able to talk as friends, but also as colleagues, which is unique to have, I think. Oh, thanks, Raylan. I love you, girl. Thank love you. Too. <laughs> She's my net up service buddy. I'm always volunteering on something. So I always ask Raylan all the volunteering scoop. So that's awesome. The scoop. The scoop on volunteering of all the things. Boomy, looks like you want to say something. Yeah. I met. Autumn first when we had this mentorship kickoff session and we had this networking session just after Justin talked about, you know, all the steps and stuff. So that's when we had these small roundtables and I joined one of those and I met her. I think she was saying something and the energy that was right there during the table conference was amazing. Later, I just went on and connected with her on LinkedIn. And then one fine day, I just got an email from her saying that you are a GHC scholar. And I'm like, oh, we already connected on LinkedIn. And then she even attended my intern showcase. And then we met there. We talked about stuff. 
So yeah, she's an amazing person. I think the support that she has given to us as GHC scholars is amazing. You just have to email her and all your queries would be answered. So she's an amazing person. I'm, I'm glad I know you. Thanks, Aww. Billy. That's really sweet. Aww. You aren't going to do it. I'm going to hold it together. Nope. Nope. Oh, we're getting, getting hot. to her. We're Stop. getting to her. B, come on. B, put her over the edge. Let's go. Yeah, for me, like when I first met Autumn was through emails. And very first question after I got the email, like, selected as NetApp scholar. So I was like, can I put that on LinkedIn? So I told, asked her that through email and then that's how we got connected. And right from that moment, whatever questions related to GSC or like, you know, women in technology group at here at NetApp, all my questions were directly going to at Autumn and all the questions were like answered equally. All the like, you know, passions, like I agree with everyone who ever like just state about her. And that is all true. And I'm really thankful for her, all the support. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, y'all had some amazing questions. I'm very much so the person I'm like, I don't know that. I don't know the answer for that. (laughs) We're going to figure it out. So I really appreciate your patience with me and my amazing team who, you know, helped put this together. I am really just a reflection of everything that people admit back and what people pour into me. So I'm grateful that I'm basically reflecting what y'all have poured into me. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I also met Autumn through email, just kind of going through the logistics of the Grace Hopper conference. And yeah, it's hard to get such a positive vibe from someone through an email, yet Autumn really achieved that. And meeting her on Zoom calls, I can just see that she can really connect with people on a very deep level. And she's really sensitive to others emotions so I can definitely just see that through a zoom call and I think that speaks volumes to the type of person she is yeah I mean that comes through even on teams right I was the one who had to reschedule we've rescheduled this podcast a bunch of times and a couple of them were mine and one of them was I was exhausted I did not feel well and the idea of actually having to talk was just going to be too much and you know, I sent out an email and Autumn was the Autumn was the only one who responded to say, <laughs> I hope you feel better. But I don't want to make I'm not trying to put anybody on a guilt trip here or anything like that. I'm just saying. And then when she reached out to let me know that you weren't feeling well, Ray, she asked me how I was. And I had to think for a minute. What do you mean? How? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, she remembered that. She just has this really she's tuned in. She's really tuned into people, and I think that's her secret. And you mentioned, Rachel, that you're an introvert. I think a few of us on this call can relate to that, and that you know you're a good listener. And I think Autumn is one of those unique people who can listen and be more present and be more engaged with others. And I see Cecilia over there. She's multitasking. I'm just looking at her right now. She's smirking at something. Caught you red-handed. What do, you, what do you have to say for yourself, Cecilia? Well, A, you know, I'm a multitasker by nature. I'm mm-hmm. also an introvert. I tend to balance and juggle a lot of things because I think that's what a lot of people do. By the way, I wanted to add my praises of Autumn because she's the realist. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate her authenticity at all times. 
I can just ping her on Teams and say, girl, do you believe this? (laughs) (laughs) All the time, yeah. (laughs) I really love what she's done with the scholars program, both last year and this year. I think it's only getting better. And I'm really looking forward that we can continue to grow and expand this program and that Autumn will get more people to help her carry the load. But her personality and her enthusiasm is just so genuine and comes across so well that it just really enhances this program and it really enhances the experience for our interns as well as those people that are assigned to NetApp because of our sponsorship. And I love that Autumn has connected me to all of you. She did that last year as well. I would not have an opportunity probably to get to know you guys. Well, Boomy, you're in my neck of the woods and we've done a virtual lunch together. But for the most part, this is a unique opportunity for me to get to know the young people, the interns at NetApp. And I really appreciate that. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad y'all got to know each other and have a lifelong network. And so, yeah, that's a big thing. Don't forget about us. And y'all are all amazing. It just can't get any better. (laughs) Every time, it just can't get any better. Y'all are all unique and talented, like, you know, have the most random things to share. You're all patient and gentle, which is really awesome, but, you know, forces to be reckoned with, which is like amazing. And to have that, you know, aspect in a group of women that, you know, you plan a program for. Like, we don't know who y'all are when we pick you. All we know is like what you wrote down on a piece of paper to kind of see you all in one room and to talk to you all and to share your experiences. It's just like something amazing. It makes the agony of planning sometimes just <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so all the headache and stuff, it's all worth blood, it. blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, exactly. The long, long nights, the, you know, the middle of the night planning is just worth it. Just remember that y'all are worth it. And y'all, I was up all night, most nights. So to see that y'all have taken advantage of something and that y'all are growing is is phenomenal. And I couldn't have asked for a better group this year. So thank you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Autumn has touched so many people in their lives. I don't think she stops to think about that very often, but she makes a difference. And that is what all of us hope, right? Is that we make a difference. Well, we know she does. So Ah, anyway, there she goes. We got her. Okay, we got her. Oh, you just don't understand. This summer was so difficult for me, like extremely, extremely difficult. Beginning of the summer, I went out and protested and was tear gassed, like, you know, shot at with rubber bullets. It wasn't great at all. Then like sometime in the middle of that, I just kind of like had a mental breakdown because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to get out of bed. Like I had no, no reason to get out of bed. And I was just like, I don't want to do this. In the middle of planning Grace Hopper is really when that happened. And so I took a couple of days, I came back and just started working again. And so to hear that people are impacted is like a, is a huge deal for me. And it keeps me going. And so this is why I do what I do because I know it helps. And so it's nice to hear it sometimes. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. I think we're almost to our, you know, natural end. However, before we go, we kind of really need to ask that question that we don't usually prep in advance and we don't send out on the outline and we don't discuss, but we may have mentioned in passing. 
and anyone can shout out an answer. We won't ping everyone. But the question of the day is, if you could have a meeting with someone living or dead to talk to, get advice from, to just hear their point of view, who would that person be and why? All right, I'll go for crying out loud. Sheesh. Okay. So my answer is super random, but it popped into my head and I'm just going to go with it. So there are a lot of people I admire. Once upon a time, I might have said, oh, yeah, I would love a meeting with Tim Gunn. I love Tim Gunn. Okay. But these are serious times. And I feel like that is just not the right answer right now. With everything that's going on, I'm just going to throw it out there. I would love to have met with Abraham Lincoln. That's a crazy thing to say right now, right? And he's Republican even, but I don't hold that against him because I just feel like he has done, I mean, he was brilliant. The man suffered from depression and yet he still managed to have such an impact. You know, the whole Lincoln project right now, it reflects how people perceive what he brought to the whole, we didn't call it diversity back then, of course, but he was someone who made things happen that were important and they kind of laid a a foundation to build on. So, all right, that's it. That's what I'm rolling with. Who wants to go next? Who would you want to have a meeting with? Someone that I would like to have a meeting with is an American author and poet that I've been following for a little while. Her name is Cleo Wade. I encourage anyone who is into poetry and just like simple love letters to check her out. I have two of her books. One of them is called Heart Talk, Poetic Wisdom for a Better Life. And the second one is Where to Begin, a small book, Your Power to Create Big Change. And both her books are kind of compiled of notes about loving and healing. And it could also be applied to anything that's going on in your life. And for me personally, it's been a source of advice in my friendships and relationships. So I ideally, I'd like to meet with her to figure out what her experiences have been like, because there's just so much passion and hurt that you can hear in the words that she writes in her books. And usually they're just like a couple of sentences or a few words on one page. So I'm curious to know what her experience has been like and maybe learn from her personally in that way. Yeah. So one person that I totally admire is Sundar Pachai, ex-CEO of Google and current CEO of Alphabet. The reason for this is like how he brought Google, like Google has become a crucial part for each one of us today. And how it has been, you know, impacting everyone's life, helping each one of us and how he has come up with solutions that is helping each one of us. I think I would like to get an advice from him, like how we can go that far and impact everyone's lives. For me, it would be Steve Jobs. I love oh. the way Bhumi the way said that, you know, Sundar Pichai. I'm a big, like, you know, fan of Apple products. Like every launch of products, I'm just like curious and sitting and like, you know, anticipating what is going to come next. So I really, really admire that person. And I would like to have a meeting with him and discuss like 
from where he got that guts like where like you know he was thrown out of his company and then again reinstated and stuff like that you know he did some crazy stuff and of course there were like you know risks taken and then you know the fallback plans and then he was again successful so i would like to do that i would like to do something crazy with my career and just try it out you know how it goes and again stand back where i am right now well when you get rich and famous you're going to remember all of us right Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> oh, my initial answer top of mind was Michelle Obama because who doesn't want to be mm-hmm. Michelle? Obama? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but then my other answer that I think is kind of interesting is I would want to meet the artist Georgia O'Keeffe. Oh, yes. Thing over here in my background is actually one of her paintings and I think I want to meet her just so that I can understand what it means to be kind of in the creative space and how to have confidence with what you put out in the creative world and I know a lot of her art people have certain interpretations of it but she doesn't always agree with that. So I kind of want to learn how she grew into that confidence as an artist and I think it just be cool to talk to an artist and see how they have their perspective on the world. So that leads to a question. So are you an artist? Are you engage in some sort of creative pursuit? So I'm not good at art, but I absolutely love to do art. It's definitely something that I consider part of my self-care. I just mm-hmm. like to be creative and try things. I'm trying a pottery class right now. It's really hard, but it's also really fun. So I do enjoy doing art. I'm probably not going to be like Pablo Picasso or George O'Keefe. But if you want a painting done by me and you'd like to commission it, I I'd be happy to do wow. for you. Yeah, she's got a side gig. <laughs> yeah, try. <laughs> you should keep going with that because you cannot determine today whether you are a Georgia O'Keeffe or a Picasso. It's a matter of interpretation, right? So keep doing it. Pursuing art, it's something that I wished I spent more time with. Probably the closest I get to that these days is coloring and adult coloring books, which I absolutely love to do. And I've got so many different pens. Oh, my goodness. So much fun. Pens and pencils and oh. Anyway, yeah. So that's about as close as I get these days. So I'd also like to mimic what Rachel said about Michelle Obama. I read her Becoming book. I'm a big fan of her podcast as well. She just comes off as a very authentic person and I think in this environment and like following our whole conversation during this podcast I think she's just a great person to turn to about authenticity but again another person that I can think of who's more I guess underground is this woman named Candice Poole and she designed this shirt she also has a jewelry company and She kind of has like this unconventional career path. She's also a creative. She has like a spunk to her that's kind of like just do whatever you want and people have to deal with it. So mm-hmm. I really like that vibe that she brings to the table and she's really inspiring to me. So I'd like to have lunch with her. So she's brave is what it sounds like. Yeah. Right. Wow, we have heard some amazing things here today. You guys are like I said earlier the brain power is just incredible and i am proud of all of you in your your outlook what you're trying to do your authenticity i mean your willingness to come on this podcast we really appreciate that you did that and i think we're probably getting to a wrap here what do you think cecilia 
No, I think I tend to agree with you. So we want to thank all of our scholars for participating today. We want a special thanks out to Autumn for everything that you do. And to our listeners out there, we know you have a bunch of podcasts you could be listening to. So we appreciate the time you took to spend with us. We hope you will add us to your listen queue of podcasts, and we want to hear your feedback. What works? What doesn't? What would you like to see us discuss in our next episode? We encourage you to email us at ng-tentpodcast at netapp.com with your comments and questions, or reach out to us on Twitter. I'm at Cecilia Taylor, and Sam's handle is at Sam Moulton. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. (laughs) 